This is Jesse, GM of the Dragon Fisters Actual Play Podcast, and you're listening to Legends of Tabletop. Hey everybody, welcome to our Session 8 Cypher System game. I'm going to kick it right over to Jesse and uh, give us a recap and we're going to jump right in. Hey, hey, okay, so uh, last time, the uh, after discovering that Pivol was kind of the pretty much the traitor and led to the entire attack on the ship, uh, Decoro kind of lost it and uh, led the charge down to Pivel's quarters, uh, where they scared the crap out of the guards. They ran off, uh, bashed into Pivel's room, and interrogated him for a little bit, uh, finally kind of realizing uh, that he was on the, uh, the short end of the stick when they got a message from the, uh, from the uh, tablet that was like, you're dead. And so uh, Pivel decided that he would uh, work with the uh with you guys and with Brannick and as you were leaving his room uh a uh, hole opened up in time space and an arrow shot through and murdered him and it also uh splashed a little bit on Milo but uh he's no worse for the wear really and so you made it down to Brannick talked to him you guys decided that it would be best and safest if you abandoned ship temporarily uh discovering also via pivotal that there could possibly be a ship on the other side of the island because the uh contact that he had spoken with in rudstow had not left by the time the bitter mother had so they have to be on their way at some point so you guys uh decide to abandon the bitter mother move all of the uh the crew and the uh all of the people on the ship to the island and uh, Brannick would give you a small contingent of guard to take with you to the other side of the island to ambush them if there is a ship over there and uh, take over that ship and pick everybody up and sail it northward to the uh, highlands. So hopefully that works out for you guys. Who the hell knows? Hopefully nobody dies. Uh, So at this point, Oh, and you guys also uh, ravaged the cargo hold. Brannick was just like, these people don't need it anymore. And uh, so you guys just like loaded your bags up with a ton of stuff. Uh, so sure. actually, what did yeah. go wrong? <laughs> <laughs> so um, if uh, if you guys want, do you actually real quick want to go over what you looted from the cargo hold? Sure. Uh, sure. We can do that. Yeah. John, so, we'll start. Yeah. yeah, let's start uh, off with beta. Okay. Uh, beta here uh, uh, enduring shield uh, it's uh, once one day I guess for a whole day I get an asset to speed defense rolls which is nice um, I like to think that it's in a uh, like a little pill that I've got uh, just and I just put it in my mouth and chew on it and then that's what happens <laughs> uh, metal death turns uh, three foot by three foot area of metal uh, brittle and I think that's just a little container with like a a Vaseline type substance, and I just I'll spread it, and then it'll just have its make do its effect. Null field, uh, 
User and creatures in an immediate range have a plus five armor against sonic damage. So I'll be on the lookout for sonic damage. Uh, uh, phase disruptor, a 10 foot cube of structure, is out of phase for one hour. This could be useful, although 10 foot cube. So mm, we'll have to work with that. And a sniper a module. Wall. Yeah, a thick wall. Sure. Uh, a sniper module. Uh, for one hour, effective range of ranged weapons increases by two miles. So I've got the uh, the harpoon crossbow thing there. I'll be I'll be snapping that on it if I need it. Very nice. All right. How about uh, my, yeah? Very nice. How about uh, Milo? Uh, <clears throat> I found a rejuvenator, which uh, just restores a random stat uh, for one d six. Um. Got a nullification ray, which immediately ends one ongoing effect within long range. Uh, I got the sonic hole, which sounds really dirty. Uh, <laughs> it draws all sound within long range for one round where no sound can be heard. Uh, I have the personal environmental field, which uh, is an aura that sustains life for 24 hours. Um, and fireproofing, which is uh, I can give any non-living object um, armor against fire for 24 hours. Make sure your uh, your coat doesn't burn up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea. Doesn't pr- uh, protect against harpoon uh, holes, though, from uh, crossbows. <laughs> nope. He has his mind shield for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> and uh, Valos. All right. Valos also found uh, fireproofing. So, same thing. Non living object gains 1d6 plus 4 armor against fire for 24 hours. I also found the contingent activator. It links another cipher and is given a circumstance to circumstance to which it activates and also found the sniper module. So, uh, Decaro and I are going to go in tandem, you know, two range mile. We're going to throw daggers for days. (laughs) (laughs) Attach it to the daggers. Oh my God. That, that sounds, that sounds even better than what I was thinking. We'll attach it to daggers. Well, so, two mile long dagger throw. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, so we also looted the cargo hold. So, uh, so Valus mm-hmm. also grabbed a uh, a medium uh, a rifle, like so, medium weapon rifle. So obviously the the, the sniper module is going to go on the rifle. Perfect. Um, I guess is that so, Jesse? We've never done uh, like firearms before. So is it mm-hmm. like a regular firearms got a magazine that's got so many rounds in it, or how do we want to adjudicate? Uh, uh, well, we will. Uh, let's see. You know, give me a d10 roll. Oh, you're gonna make me roll dice. You know, this is the the worst part of the game. <laughs> Especially for you. I rolled a seven. That's not bad. Hey. All right. So you know what? We're gonna we're gonna decide then that you're actually dealing with some uh, some somewhat higher end archaeo tech. Ooh, uh, nice. So so you're actually looking at. Um, almost like a blaster slash railgun. Yeah. So basically, well, actually, think of it kind of like a um, kind of like a like a paintball gun. So it actually has like a canister that you snap onto the bottom, um, and it basically like um, using arcane force like powers up a small pellet. And then, uh, and then fires it out from the end of the gun. So nice. it's like a, it's like a, like a combination pellet gun, 
uh, charged with magic missile. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you'd be shooting out these like small, like light filled pellets. Cool. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be burning a bunch of these ciphers if we get into a scrap because I've got a few that are. <laughs> oh, and can I be? Can I assume that everybody's cipher limit, like normal limit, is two? Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, okay. Milo's might be three. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you're three. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah. So how many? So do, did everybody basically start from scratch with ciphers? Because I know you guys had kind of used a uh, lot of them ahead of time. Uh, I only so. used one, so right now I have. Five. Five? Okay. <laughs> I have seven. Seven. <laughs> oh, How about my well, you found a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm also at seven. Jesus. Oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, this, yeah, this has the potential to be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, well, I have... I have... Two, I, I'm pretty sure I have two of the, the Sonic Holes because I had like oh, a... Really? I found, a, a that's disc. a medical problem. You're only supposed uh, yeah. to have one. <laughs> I found a, you gave me like a disc sound dampener. Oh, that's right. Like, yes. Like the first or second session or something like that. Yep. Which I assume just is that the sonic hole. Uh, I actually believe that sound dam- like it was a separate thing. Let me double check. And then I, I kind of thought of it as like a like a a stummer from like Rogue Trader, where it like just blocks uh sound in, in your immediate area like if you had it on it he could be like super yep. stealthy yeah so the Ooh. so the sonic hole is um is all sound within long range for one round whereas the sound dampener is immediate range oh, okay um, um and then i also have a, a scanner which i i think i just held on to that cypher thing from pibbles uh uh Oh yeah, uh, drop. Yeah, so yeah, uh, so yeah. I actually won't keep the. So I think you still have like. So that one, I won't necessarily. I won't count against you. Okay. Because uh, that's kind of that's more of a, um, like a flash instead of a mechanic. Okay. That's more. That's more flare than than. It's a story. So, you can just yeah. call it a story. Exactly. There you go. Perfect. That's what I was looking for. I just couldn't come up with it. There you go. Yeah. So that won't count against your your cipher okay, total. Sure. Yeah. And so just uh because also uh I'm twist I'm tweaking the system. We'll just go over it one more time. Uh so it, for the amount that you have above your your max. Yes. Your max now is not your in normal cipher, you can only have up to your max, but with this one we're going over and so the amount that you're over will require every time you try to use a cipher will require a check because basically the energies will be like feeding off of each other and kind of causing a disruption. So for instance, take Decoro, uh, your max is two and you have seven items. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. when you try to use one, you will be doing a, um, a difficulty five ch- check. Um, oh, because right, you because are gotcha. because you yeah. are five over. I like it. Uh, yeah. So like for it. for and you use that one, then you're four over. It'll be a diff- difficulty four, and it'll lower as you get closer to your to your max normal. 
And I, I, um, I appreciate your trap of, yeah, you can have more than, yeah, you can have more. <laughs> well, now, we're, now we're, there's all these rules where, yeah, you, it, everything's going to explode. Yeah. And like <laughs> I said, you know, it's the, yeah, the difficulty works just the same as, <laughs> as any normal difficulty. So if you have any skills or, or backgrounds or assets or anything that you feel you could use towards lowering the difficulty, you can do that. Uh, I have inabilities so. of patience, willpower, and discipline, so I'm pretty sure it's going to make everything a awesome. six. That's amazing. <laughs> well, so what? What's the effective range? What, so what's the the range interaction of the ciphers, right? So like, assuming you know most of them are stuffed in a pack, and yeah. I put my pack on your down, per, yeah on your purse. And then I so go if over you, here, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So if you have like six ciphers in your pack, and you leave those six ciphers like like ten feet away from you. There won't be as much of an interaction. Cool. All right. <clears throat> so let's say anything within, yeah, yeah. I'll, we'll say on your person because then if we if we start talking like immediate range and stuff like that, then I'll have to include like every cipher. Oh, if you yeah, yeah, if yeah. the three of you are standing next to each other, <laughs> and I'm like it's all ciphers with an immediate yeah. range, you're making like a deep twenty check, and that's just not fair. I would <laughs> I would submit that if we're too close to each other, that we should have to make the roll with the combined difficulty of of everyone's overage. Helping so, so is possible. <laughs> I think that's hurting. <laughs> oh, hilarious hurting. hurting? Okay, all right, all right. Hurting, but that's hilarious hurting. You're probably right. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay so at this point in time uh you guys uh we will uh fast forward just a little bit uh because i don't think we want to go over the minutia of like escorting everybody off the ship and blah 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 so we'll say that um it's uh getting later now it's uh it's qu- uh toward the dusk uh f- the last of the people on the ship uh most likely crew is are you know the last ones to abandon are have taken the life rafts and they are now like up on the beaches of the island kind of pulling everything ahead and some of the uh some of the guards and engineers have uh started building camp encampments and using also like tents and things and whatever they were able to find to um in the cargo hold and uh of their personal use um that could uh that could help and so you're uh kind of have like ramshackle tents they've set up a bunch of fires to keep everybody warm um they're breaking out you know ration food and the chefs are doing what they can over the campfires um and so yeah at this point now uh everybody is set up on the beach you guys are there uh Brannick has um why don't uh, whoever's uh, whoever's first, whoever calls it first, give me a uh, a d6 roll? Not it. <laughs> I'll do it. Four, four. Okay. Uh, so Brannick is able to give you four guards um, that will kind of assist you and and they are under your command, basically. Um, Though it's it's kind of a two way street. They're there to help you, but also to make sure that you guys don't like fuck up and then just or just like say, "Oh, we found the ship." Peace. <laughs> like so, um, so they're there to help, but also keep an eye on you. Um, and so, yeah, you have four guards that are going to help you uh, go and and check this area out. So, do you guys want to uh, do it now during the cover of darkness? 
or do you want to uh, rest up and wait till the morning? Do we have any idea how far it is? Um, Trevor. Yes. Milo, do you have any type of um, like geography knowledge or anything like that? Um, yes, I do. All right. Cool. Uh, yeah. Then why don't you go ahead and give me a check? Ooh, right. Could he uh, have a, an asset from like the ship's maps? Because I'm mm, sure they passed through here before, right? So they absolutely. There's got to be a navigational of... archaeotech machine. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's it's very much like the uh, what is that thing? The navigation uh, area of the <laughs> God dang it, the Mass Effect ship. Remember that? And everything was like, that's what they have. Sure, sounds good. Except in like palm size now. Oh, uh, yeah. So go ahead and uh, and add a uh, give me. You can add plus three to your uh, outcome. Okay, and I'm also I'm also trained actually in geography. Really? Yes. Nice. Another plus three. Okay. Twelve. Nice. No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Thirteen. Yeah. Okay. Um. So your your best rough estimate is that this island is probably let's see here about a mile to a mile and a quarter wide um and just about as long so uh, but the caveat is that you're uh, all throughout the southern and eastern shore so i don't know if you guys are able to look at the map but basically all along the eastern side of it so from like where you guys beached all the way up the eastern shore is all beach. Uh, but there's like huge 80 to 90 foot cliffs yeah. that run all along that. Um, and that also extends all the way down towards the southern side as well. So you could try to uh, take a boat and go around the southern side to the western point. Uh, or... You could go up the eastern side where uh, eventually the cliffs kind of uh, fall away towards the northern part of the mountain, northern part of the uh, island, and you can then traverse back up that way. So the caveat is whether or not, because there are uh, seven of you, four guards, three of you, uh, you would need at least two boats, um, which is... It takes less time, but it's also a little more, uh, it's a little harder to hide. It's going to be less conspicuous that way. Hmm. That's probably, I mean, if we're trying to do this in time crunch, because we're pretty sure that they're going to come pick up all the stuff from the harbor there, then that's probably the best bet. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, I think we have to favor uh, speed over stealth. Hmm. I don't think they'll be expecting we'll, us anyway. We'll worry about stealth when we get a little closer. I mean, we can. We don't have to go all the way. We can go within, you know, forced march distance. <laughs> Agreed. We do it. All right. So you guys are going to uh, going to take a couple of the lifeboats then, and uh, and row around the southern point up to the uh, western coast. Yar. All right. Uh, so. Uh, how are you separating it out? Uh, you can take two sh- two boats. Uh, are the three of you going in one and the four guards in the other? Are you splitting it up? 
We should all go in one boat. That I way, if the guards get bombed, they die and we don't. <laughs> yes. well, not yes. only that, right? So, like, Decoro and I have worked together before. So, I, I think at a minimum, we would be together just because we would have some, you know, unspoken, like, you know, hand signals and, you know, whatever where we could. Vowels, yeah. we, we complement each other on so many levels. It's, I, I don't, I feel like this whole endeavor is going to benefit from you and I, you know, working closely together. Benefits everything except for my coin purse. <sighs> so fixated on your coin purse. We're going to fill that coin purse. Don't you worry. Just gonna get, we're just going to get Mira back. I mean, we're going to get the artifact back. Well, well you, I mean, we have the artifact. Oh, no, they took um, the artifact, didn't they? Yeah, they've got that. Yeah. Damn it, we yeah, had it. A, we had it. <laughs> we did have it. So we have to get it back. All right. Well, the, the important thing is we, we get on that. We, we somehow get that ship or oh, kill everyone. Get that ship. Or we are going to get that ship. And if we have to kill everyone to do it, I think you're perfectly fine with that. Well, we have to do what we have to do. Yes. And we're going to do it. We're going to kill everyone. All right. So the three of us in the lead boat then? <laughs> No, while well, you guys were talking, I already took off. <laughs> Why the, wait! <laughs> Shit! Just like Milo. Decoro posts up George Washington style on the bow of the ship. The bow of the little boat. <laughs> I then toss an oar into your arms. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Of course. Of course. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, I begin rowing. <laughs> Are, are they wide enough that it would be two of us rowing, or is it one person and we just switch back and forth? <laughs> we're all rowing on the same side, so we're just going in circles. <laughs> Meanwhile, the guards know what they're doing. They're like they're ahead of us. <laughs> well, because like like so some of the some of the away boats, like you know, on those uh, you know 17th century ships, would be like super wide, where you'd have two guys rowing, you know, a single oar. Mm. So that's just you know. Yeah. No, these oh. are. Yeah, these are you know slightly smaller, um, so they're they're a little uh, a little more on the longer side than they are on the wide. Um, sure. So you can still you uh, you will have you will need two people to row though, um, uh, if you want to do it effectively. Uh, you know, one no, I'm person standing on the bottom for... of the ship like George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I figured. I didn't think you were going to be rowing. <laughs> and, and Alice and Decoro are rowing. Clearly, <laughs> yes. They're like one of the guards is in the back, and he's kind of like looking, like is that guy standing on the front. <laughs> is fuck is are George they Washington things or what? It's a nice powdered wig. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get that thing? Is that a cipher? After oh. about 15 minutes, Velos looks over at at, uh, at Decoro and like gives him a nod and like he cranks up on the fucking on the oar and the two of them together like jerk the boat <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I think that's a speed check, right? I'm trying to stay on the boat. Ah. <laughs> uh. Luckily for me, the powdered uh, yeah, wig so, doesn't life preserver. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you guys uh, basically begin, and you're you're under the cover of darkness at this point, so you don't have to worry too much right now of um, 
of of stealth or anything. Uh, so let's see. How about give me give me might checks. Um, whoever is rowing, I believe, like you said, that would be uh, Decaro and Valos. Yep. Could we use careful movement in a stealthy fashion to like? You know, kind of very like evenly row. Stealthy you know, as opposed rowing. to like whoosh, 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 whoosh. rowing. Well, yeah, <laughs> I sure. Mean, why not? Like full out, like you know, I like it. Rowing. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, to like be it. kind of like careful as they're, you know, that will uh, we'll say yes, but that will come up later. Okay. All right, <coughs> fair. I got a fifteen. Very nice. Wow. I rolled a five. Good job. <laughs> so the boat starts to like shift. Yeah. Oh is rowing just a little better, a little harder. Yeah, of course. I can't, I can't you have up. to put your back into it. I I'm told right. you. is more like skimming the top of the water and he's just <laughs> going <laughs> rowing really fast, but it's oh, because yeah. he's not actually in the water all the way totally dogging it <laughs> the, the other boat oh. we starts to like veer to the left and then the the guard boat kind of like comes up and like bumps the back of us yeah. <laughs> what are you guys doing you're, you're rowing too close to us you need oh, we're trying to stick harder close to the, the shoreline i'm sorry Stay i mean we're sure maybe you're the one who's messing up valos he's he just looks at you <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, so you guys uh, begin to sail westward. Um, and within about 15 or so minutes, you see the shoreline, the, the sand uh, disappear as the cliffside meets up with the ocean. So now you're looking at basically like a rocky bottom uh, and 90 foot sheer cliff up to mountains uh, and it drops right off into the ocean. Uh, so after uh, another maybe less than 10 minutes, you start to round the corner up to the western side of, uh, of the island. And at this point now, the there's no more sheer cliffside. However, uh, at this point, it's uh, just water into mountain. And so you theoretically could beach a ship, beach the boat here, uh, but you'd be looking at, you know, the foot of the mountain where you'd have to then uh, then trek upwards. Now, on the map, because I'm looking at the map, is that like where the yep. little volcano part is like that little thing? Yes. About- OK. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you know, row for another 15 or so minutes and that's actually when you come up to that part uh so what that is is the the mountain side kind of curls around a little bit and it ends up into a uh, bay area almost uh so you have this uh big jut of rock that comes up in the middle and the water surrounds that and go ahead and give me a some type of perception so we'll use intellect and uh i have perception now there you go (laughs) so uh so we'll go we'll use this kind of reverse uh so like i did with milo um just give me a roll and because you're trained in perception give me a plus three Uh, i rolled a two so that's a five 
you suck. Good job. I, I do. He's he's tired because yeah. he's doing all the work. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I rolled a seven. Hey, look at you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, um, does Milo want to try? Milo, do you uh, see? Sure. You watch. You are standing on the bow of the boat. Uh, I got a ten. There you go. All right. So we'll actually say Milo. Uh, you catch a glint because of the moonlight kind of sh- coming down. Um off out in the distance of this uh on the opposite side of the bay you can actually see that it's not just a kind of horseshoe shaped uh area that in the back of it it actually does appear to have a mouth to some kind of underwater or you know in water cavern but uh looking at it the water is actually coming out into the bay uh, so if you chose at some point or now to go in there, you would be rowing against current. So, so what's our, what's our destination? Is it inside that little outlet? Uh, all you know is that Pivel talked about some type of place to harbor on this side of the mountain. I actually believe, though, he more or less specifically said the, the northwestern part of the mountain of the uh, island. So right now you guys are more like southwestern. Not the airline, but the point of direction. For Delta? Yeah. <laughs> so we want to be on the other side yeah, of Because it's, a, cause it's <laughs> the opening of a river is the Delta. <laughs> <laughs> good. Very, very good. <laughs> I mean, do we want to be rowing against the tide? Well, we can we can in sort of next to it, right? And then just walk in towards the cavern? We well, could totally we proceed on foot. What's that, Milo? Well, the- I, I think we need to keep going because he said that we need to go to the northwestern and we're on the southwestern. So we need to keep going north. Yeah. Plus, also, this isn't necessarily something that you can walk into. It is the uh, pure all water here. It's not like there's like on the other side of this bay, there's like a land tunnel. This is this is a, a waterous cavern, so you could take the you could take the boats in there, but there's really nowhere to walk. Okay. Um. Yeah. I mean, I guess we just yeah. Should we just keep going then? If yeah. We, right, yeah. Go farther. Yeah. We'll just keep going till till we we're, we're inside of it and find a place to proceed on foot, <laughs> which seems to be the best course of action. We should uh, we should keep an eye too for some place where we could hide the boats. We don't want them to see that someone's made it around to the side of the island. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have to look for that too. Keep rowing. We All row, right. row, row. Your boats ashore cautiously against the tide. Yes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, you guys continue to row, and uh, as you go, that. It's uh, pretty much the same, you know, kind of sheer mountainside face over on this side of the island as well. Uh, Not quite as uh, abrupt as it is on the eastern side. Uh, However, the uh, this one is, you know, you're looking at a good 75 to 80 degree uh, uptake within this side of the island. Uh, So it would still be pretty decent uh decent climb up um 
So as you continue to go, uh, you row for probably a good hour or so. Uh, I want how about another set of might checks from the two of you. This time it's going to be more of a uh, of an endurance type challenge, um, just to see if your your bodies can kind of keep up with the constant beating of uh, rowing these boats. All right, I'm going to spend because I am not going to be humiliated again. I rolled another fifteen. Ooh. What the hell is that? That's a 20. That's 20. Nice. <laughs> you know, I'm going to give you something. Go ahead. What do you what want? Hell didn't I? Why did I spend? Um, what do I want? I want us to find. I want it. I want our teamwork to be so great that we find the perfect spot. And we're able to just kind of pull in and go unnoticed and get ashore. Ooh. Within sight of our goal. And perhaps, like, with the ability to sort of kind of suss out and plan based on a very good vantage point, if that makes sense. It does. All right. So I'll say that uh, after rowing for about an hour or so, uh, the the island on this side kind of has a slow curve inwards and then somewhat quickly juts back out into the uh, into the sea. So as you begin to follow the coastline out and you curl, as you begin to also then curl more north, rounding that, uh, rounding that outspurt, you manage to spot a little more than a half dozen or so lamplights off about 300 or so feet off in the distance. And they are out in the water, but close enough to shore like sitting almost abutting the shore um that you you're it's a pretty damn good guess that these are lamps on a ship hmm well here we go there's a ship do we go now the one yeah oh go ahead should we go straight for the ship and not even bother with anything on land well so real quick bringing that up um, the one thing is uh, that will make this slightly difficult is that you are at this point on this side of the island looking at more of that fairly sheer cliff face. So there is a, a small beach area over here, um, but it's only, you know, you're looking at anywhere between like two to eight feet of beach. Uh, so it is, some, you know, a place that you could theoretically, you know, pull a ship, you know, pull your boats up over to the, to the smaller side and then kind of scoot your way onto that Island. Um, but like I said, you are looking at kind of a, a more narrow, uh, narrow portion. Well, uh, I feel like it's recon time. Yeah. Can we, so with the, with the scope, uh, apparatus that we have. Can we actually use it like a scope, the the sniper module, to sort of scan the deck and see whether or not there's a watch, how many people are milling around, like all that mm. kind of stuff, or is it, does it not really function like that? No, I would say it's more so like a targeting system. Okay, uh, that's fair. So yeah, it's like you know when you it <laughs> think of it more like a magical means of a of a wizard casting a spell. Uh, like a thousand feet away. Mm-hmm. It's more so that he knows he knows where the target is. So the magic missile or the fireball or whatever makes it to the target. It's not that he can necessarily like pinpoint 
like hawk zoom into it. <laughs> it's gonna make it hard to make that functional then. Well, it's one of those as long as you know like I want it's it's almost like a mind thing of you're like I want to hit that target. And it just does it. And it just we have to know that someone's there. So like right now we can't see whether or not somebody's there. Very true, yeah. Yeah. We we've got to get closer. Yeah, what uh, I was um you know what though? So you're what is so so in terms of uh Velos's background, mm-hmm. what is what is your background? What is your expertise? I, I don't know that we really want to discuss that in front of everybody. <laughs> well no, just in, in terms of <laughs> in terms of what pertains to this particular uh to this mission of sorts. Like do you would he have any type of um like soldier preparedness recon I mean, I have stealth. experience. Yeah. I mean stealth, careful movement. Um I don't think balance really, you know, would play, but but stealth yeah. and like careful careful movement kind mm-hmm. of situation. Um yeah. so you know, I'd say then you're he's you seem almost like a uh, like a well-prepared person. No, right? it's definitely that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, so I would give you a a a spyglass or something like that. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, I guess that makes nice. sense, right? Because they'd have yeah. them on the ship. I guess if yeah. we were going to explore yeah. somewhere, yeah, that's even something that I think that you might have with you anyway. Like you, especially being like a bodyguard as well, you'd probably want to be able to like do some recon and like see you're like i want to like instead of having to walk down the road you know seven eight hundred feet you can just be like i want to look down there and like whip out a a a a spyglass or something like that their telescope and you can be like okay we're good okay yeah (laughs) All right, so uh, so as they're like floating in the water, then he you know whips out the spyglass, you know trains it up on the ship and takes a peek, see what he can see. Decker gets right up to his his ear while he's doing it. What do you see? <laughs> I see everything. I rolled twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the light from the lamps just like magnifies in the fucking thing and he just can see <laughs> everything like the light of day <laughs> all right um so yeah in that case this is what i will give you um so i know that normally uh you know a, a a 20 is like a major event or anything like that because but because you don't necessarily know it's over there i'll just basically give you all the information i can um so basically you're dealing with like a clear sky full moon Mm. um you know perfectly lit the moon's over on the on the western side of the island so there's no shadow coming down or anything it's a perfect situation for you to be able to see this um combined with the lamplight and everything like that there's almost there's no hindrance to your vision and uh, you have like a nice calm sea towards the coast right now. Uh, you know, the waves aren't terrible. Uh, so you look out and you see a handful of people uh, loading cargo 
onto this small ship. And it is a, um, let's see, what was it? Um, for anyone who knows, so it's like a cutter ship, a cutter boat. Uh, so it's built, it, it has a small, a smaller area for um for cargo uh but it's more so made for like fast travel uh but so it does have a a decent enough cargo hold obviously nothing even close to the bitter mother um but from what was stolen and what you believe is missing from that was taken between the from the two attacks uh this ship should be enough to carry that stuff um and the good thing about it is that they're they're fast and they don't need a huge crew, um, so that's good for both uh, for them and possibly for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right now you see a small handful of people on the plank, uh, kind of walking cargo from a uh, from the shore up onto the ship. Uh, you also see a gentleman talking uh to uh two people you see one of the cloaked figures though he has his hood down and you can clearly see his bird head um and so he's talking to uh what you can uh what you can gather is probably the captain of this ship uh there is also a second gentleman standing there uh who is in a uh, black cloak uh, hood down he has uh, gray hair that's actually kind of like streaked with white it's about shoulder length he also has a uh, kind of gruff beard uh, think Neil but but the similar <laughs> coloring of the gray with the streaks of white uh, and a little kind of matted and gnarled uh, he so he's wearing the 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 jet black cloak uh, hood down. You see a, um, and the, the other thing that you catch is that you can't make out all of his face because he's wearing a mask. Uh, and the mask kind of comes from like the, the middle of his forehead down to like the, to his lip, to his upper lip. Uh, and the one thing that kind of catches that's weird about it. Uh, other than a person wearing a mask is that it's shaped like uh, like a bird but it's like a like a bird of prey so he has like that kind of the the hooked nose the hooked beak that is where his nose is um, and this gentleman is kind of just standing there arms crossed huh. and uh, one of the the last things that you get is a uh, an emblem on the uh, on one of the sails, and it is a uh, a bird, an eagle with a deer in its talons. And um, I'm going to have actually no. So uh, because you're the only one that sees this right now, I'm not going to make you roll for it because it is very near and dear to your heart. Uh, this is the uh, insignia of the North of Abingdon. Oh no! Okay, so he's he's like taking it all these morning. Like, yeah, there's a couple guys. What, uh, some cargo. Uh, there's guys talking to the birdmen. Fuck! 
All right. Well, we already knew this. Uh, the, on the sails, I see it's it's uh, it's a symbol of the North. They're from Edmonton. This this is the Army of the North. Uh, that's bad, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, we knew that thanks to Pivel. Uh, right. Okay. No. It only looks. And like I'll watch the guys. Yeah, I'll tell you. You you kind of watch them for a few minutes, and uh, you begin to see the same guys loading cargo on uh so you estimate that there's probably uh seven or eight guys total including the captain okay. uh including the captain and this also other excuse me other masked man oh this okay. is this is easy this is the easiest this is easy well the the one the guy who seems like he's probably really in charge is wearing a mask it's it's got a a hooked nose. I mean, it kind of looks like a bird mask. Oh, that would be so cool to have. He's just, like, he takes the glass in and he kind of looks at you like, what? That'd be great. Yeah, sure. All right. Then that, that's yours then if, if, if we get it, but oh, I, I'll take it. Thank you. Sure. Sure. Uh, so I, th- I think we could take them. Our numbers are about equal. Uh, this, may be the ship there this may be the only ship it looks like they're it's big enough to grab the cargo that they took i don't know that it's big enough to carry everyone from the bitter mother right i don't i'm I'm looking at it i have a cutter ship pulled up on on fucking wikipedia right now i don't think it would be big enough i don't how many people were on the bitter mother uh hundreds yeah yeah okay that's what i figured yeah yeah you could if you packed them in tight like emptied the cargo shit, the cargo hold out and just like packed everybody in. You might be able to fit like 40 or so people on this ship. And that's standing like shoulder to shoulder. That's what I figured. Okay. And we were what, like three days from, from reaching the North from like Highland. Yep. Yeah. All right. I mean, if you guys are ready, this is, this is what we came for. If, if we can sneak in, um, but we've got to get them before they get that ship in the water. It's going to be fast. All right, let me... I... Fuck. It won't kill them, though. That's the thing that sucks. I I would like to begin shooting, because now I know they're there. I know where they're at. <laughs> we we should do some sort of... We should do a distraction-type situation here. Yeah, because I feel like if you just shoot somebody... Hold on, wait, to... wait. I got a plan. I got a plan. I got a plan. Nice. Milo's plans are the best. Can we start a fire on the shore and draw them off the ship to the shore and 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 then take our little ships and float around to the back side of the ship? I I feel like I was born for this for this opportunity. Or and I, I lean in real close to you guys and kinda of whisper, we could use the uh, we could use the fuckwick guards over here. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I think if anybody's going to start a fire, it would have to be one of them. Right, yeah, one of them. The, the okay. problem I, is... I, I, right, let's just do that instead. We, we've, got a, we've got a nice full moon, so the closer we get, the chances are they may see us. Do we want to ground these boats and make a break down the beach? We may have a better time. It may be well, easier to sneak up on them. Isn't, isn't the ship like in, in the water, not right on the shore? I thought it no, was- it's on. It's it's uh, because of the layout of the island. Uh, they're actually get they're actually able to get 
right up on the shoreline uh, because there's such a steep drop off. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, they're able to get pretty much right there so that they're actually loading cargo onto the ship right from the shore. Oh, okay. So then we'll do the opposite of my plan. My plan was to start like a fire or distraction on shore. Let's start a distraction out in the middle of the water and we'll come up from the shore. <clears throat> a flaming boat. I, I like that, Milo. What, what if we take the shore and send the guards across yes. the water? If they yes. see them, it'll focus their attention. We sneak up behind. Yeah, yeah we'll set the boat on fire with the guards in it and then send it out in the water. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta stay with us, Decoro. No, no, no. Let's let's set the guards on fire <laughs> and put them on the shore, and then we'll be in the boat. I like that. One. I mean, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. Um, and we can use we can use that sound dampener that I have to oh, get in really? close. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm thinking if we if we set them on fire, we both have fireproofing, so we could like give we could put. Oh no, it's non-living. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could set them on fire and then use the fireproofing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They you could be living stab them. You could stab them, kill them, <laughs> then use the fireproofing, then set them on fire. Right. Right. Okay. So or so give them a couple torches. And they can go out on the water and wave the torches around and make it look like, you know, they're doing something. Well, I, so, so I, I mean, I, I think legitimately the best plan is to send them via boat. Yeah. Let them go, like, go out. Take a wide like, angle. Yeah, yeah. And then come in to, to block their escape. And then we can shoot up the shoreline with your sound dampener. And as we get close, then Decker and I can start to shoot. Either that, or I've got this phase disruptor. I could, I could attach this to the side of the to the hull of the ship. We could sneak right into the ship through the hull with as as like a ten foot cube of it is out of phase. Holy shit, we can do that. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming that's what that means. Well, okay, so then let's uh, so okay, let's do that. Let's let's we'll send the guards out into the boat. They'll take a wide angle as a distraction. Well, everyone's looking out. At the water, at the guards in the boats, we'll use our sound dampener to get as close to the ship as we can, right? Without distract, without alerting anybody, and then this way we don't. We'll use your your phase disruptor to instead of walking up onto the ship to go below deck, we'll just walk straight through the deck into the ship, and then come up from inside. God, this is great. Yep. Is is it an is it like a a personal thing or is it a range thing? Could you use that to teleport us or is that? Uh, it's just and I gotta be I have to be able to put it on it. And Decoro takes out a, it's like a block of this. It's a a solid block of silver. So I gotta be real close to it and I gotta just I gotta just attach it right to the side of the ship and then it'll just kind of expand out. But yeah, no, I gotta be real close. Wow. Okay. Well, that, all right. That works. That we we can do that. That'll give us the advantage, especially with that sound dampener and the distraction of the mooks. I mean, the uh, our the guards that we were given. It'll be great. We're gonna do it. All right, let's 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 make this happen. So I All assume right. they're, they're close enough yeah. to have heard the plan, or do we need to like the guys on the ship? 
Oh no, the, yeah, the the, the, no, right. the guys in the rowboat. It depends. <laughs> do do you want them to have? Because you guys said some pretty awful stuff about them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess so. So probably not, right? So, uh, <laughs> oh, so we got to think about what's them. Probably in the opposite direction. <laughs> yeah. Poor bastards. They're heading back to the ship. Yeah. Um, yeah. So 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 Valus is like, all right, we got so give me a couple of quick. Or we're gonna we gotta get over to the guards. All right, let's see. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh. Look, we Milo came up with a good plan. Uh we're we're gonna beach and we're gonna run down the shore. We want you guys to take a wide angle to come in from the ocean side. And we're gonna try to either sneak on the boat or just kill everybody. If you can get on the boat from the ocean side, that's great. But uh, I I think we're 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 gonna get the most of this right right from the beach. All right. So uh, so what do you want us to do then? Make a lot of noise. Once you get close, don't make a lot of noise out here. That's not gonna be helpful. <laughs> so you want us to row ourselves out to the other side of the ship. Mm-hmm. And then make a whole lot of noise mm-hmm. so that they can turn around and shoot us like ducks. Well, I mean, you don't have to make a lot of noise. I, I would actually prefer if you come around and try to get on the boat as stealthily as possible. I mean, if you can get, I mean, if you time it to where they're loading and going inside the ship, then they may not see you coming out. So. As they go in, if you get close enough to get on, we'll be supporting you from the shore, which is where go most ahead. of them already are. Go ahead and give me an intellect check. Me? You. <laughs> and I will give you a plus three bonus. So I'll give you a bonus. Okay. So we'll go plus three to it. Uh, I can't read that. What the fuck is that? Oh, uh, I rolled a three, so that's a six. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, they kind of he kind of looks at you. He's like, "Oh, can I? If I see uh, that they're not buying it, uh-huh. can I throw in like, guys? You guys should know all about this. It's classic pincer maneuver. Take them from both sides. They don't know what direction the attacks are coming from. We're gonna, we're gonna just, we're, it's gonna be a no brainer. This is gonna be easy. You guys have done this hundreds of times. Hmm. Sort of like appeal to their militaristic mm-hmm. nature." Go ahead and give me a check. Oh, good lord! Okay, I, I feel like the one guy as I'm giving the spiel's look is like, "Aren't you that asshole? Was like you're in charge of the <laughs> ship now? Right. Like, isn't that you?" <laughs> Not even. Yeah. Anyway, you put. Didn't you try to put Greg in charge? <laughs> Greg was cleaning the toilets three days ago. <laughs> like, there was a lot of things happening. They were, they were just trying to cover all the bases. Confusing time. I did roll twelve. Nice. Okay. So, uh, so yeah, he looks, they look very suspicious of your plan at first. And then Decoro <laughs> kind of c- comes in and actually gives like details and, uh, and puts it in more of a, uh, a militaristic lingo that they understand, <laughs> and which gives it a little Classic bit more validity. Pincer. Yeah. Yeah. And so they kind of like, oh, all right. So you want to flank them. So you guys is another good word. So you guys are gonna, you guys are gonna come up shoreside. Mm. (laughs) Shoreside, you guys, 
you guys are going to be the distraction over there while mm-hmm. we're coming up over the other because they won't expect people coming in from the from the water bro so they're never gonna, gonna see you coming so exactly. we're gonna come up and over and while you guys are distracting them there we're gonna come up and hit them from behind i oh, feel that's, like i feel like, I like you it. just made this sound so much better i like it yeah okay all right we can do that yeah this is great those are great like words you used to add to this what was it flank that's the word i couldn't find flank you guys I read that in a, I, I read it in a book once you read it in a book yeah. well I, I hope it was like a textbook to learn how to be a guard no no it's this uh it was oh, it was like a manual of sorts but it was all a about romance novel yeah. like a, like a <laughs> he flanked right. it was all it, it was all about uh all about techniques and uh on how to like to to defend and attack like large monsters and also make your way through caves. Did they have? Did it talk about classic pincer maneuvers? Uh, no. But there are some monsters that have pincers. Yeah, see, I'm that's gonna, a I'm different kind. Throw on the shin. Ah, f- right. No, you did it. You guys, <laughs> you 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 guys convinced me that this is gonna work, and I already thought it would work. So you basically took. What I thought was going to work. I'm going to kick him in the shit again. Let's let's do this. Let's do this. Guys, hands in. Hands in. Hands in. Hands in. (laughs) You're on on two boats. So they're just kind of like. Guys, you have to roll closer if we're going to do this hands in thing. You can't be the only one. You know what? We'll do hands in after. It'll be a weird slam. (laughs) (laughs) all right i deserve that i deserve it (laughs) so you you guys start we'll beach we'll give you you know a little extra time to get out like you know out and around all right and we make Uh, for sure and you guys good luck you too you too and also with you i mean you too (laughs) all right Everybody on the bitter bitter mother is depending on us. Yeah. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. For more gaming-related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com. Did you... Are you there? Jesse? Oh, no. No! God damn it. I shouldn't have said anything about how clear it was. He <laughs> <laughs> was breaking up a little bit. Hold on, I'll message the group real quick. I jinxed the shit out of it. You did. You ruined it. God damn it. I take full responsibility. <laughs> he was just going to give us something good, too. Yes. I <laughs> damn it. Come on, man. You got to mute that phone. <sighs> Nothing. If he mutes his phone, how will I know when we get a Ooh. message in the group? Hello, <laughs> there you, you are. There we yes. go. Yeah, yeah. No, I could, I could hear you guys, and then I knew the kicker was. When I went over and I tried to type, and it didn't oh. show up in group chat. And I'm like, oh, my Hangouts crashing, <laughs> so I just <laughs> shut it down and restarted the window. Gotcha. Okay, we're just about uh, to give us right. something really good. All right, yeah. so yeah, what'd you guys what'd you guys hear? What was the last thing you heard? 
we rode for about an hour and then mm-hmm. it kind of all fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> ah, damn it. Okay. Well, the, well, it jutted out. So it kind of like dick, di- dipped in, yeah. sort of like jutted back right. up and then it kind of, all right, well, I'll start, I'll start over again. So it'll be easier for you to not edit this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so 